Hey everyone, Yokso Yokso. Welcome. This is the 200th episode of the Social English Podcast. I want to thank you for sticking with me and listening to this podcast. Today will be a special episode where you will listen to some of the best parts from the top five best five episodes you, my listeners, have listened to. Well, let's get started right after this. ソーシャルイングリッシュポッドキャストへようこそ。今日はぜひもっと自信を持って英会話してみましょう。Are you ready, Percy? Let's go. Yes, I'm ready, pumped up, and very happy today. Thank you for listening to this podcast, my podcast, the Social English Podcast. And please. Let your friends know, let your family know about this podcast to help us grow even more. I would really appreciate it. To show my appreciation for getting to 200 episodes, wow, I can't believe it. I want to give you some of the best parts of the top Five episodes you, my listeners, have listened to. Okay, so we're going to get started right now. Here are some of some parts from the top five episodes you, my listeners, have listened to, ranked from one to five. Here is the top rated episode. This is episode one. Here, learn exactly what this podcast is all about. Please listen. Kite kudasai. This podcast will consist of interviews and questions from native Japanese speakers trying to improve their English skills. Also, we will talk about the benefits of a special kind of English that I have deemed social English. This social English will prepare you to speak to native English speakers in a social setting. So, what will you hear each episode? I will take a question by a Japanese learner about a particular English word or phrase and its usage. After that, I will talk to them about what is missing, comma. What is wrong, comma, or just what can be said better with the particular phrase? Period. <laughs> After that, we will just go ahead and use the correct English in a social situation to produce the best result in. That particular conversation. Additionally, after that, we will also ask the particular guest, if we have one that week, about what they thought about the particular English phrase that they heard today and why they think it was correct. Or incorrect. 
will always hear a story or a situation and I will put you inside the story so you will listen and relax and think about the situation. So I'll propose this situation to you and show you what words do fit and what words don't fit and why. I am pretty sure and confident that your English will approve in social situations. As well as, I believe that your skill level towards native English speaking will increase. So here's a question. Who am I? Hi, <laughs> my name is Percy and I am an American. I spent my youthful years in California, which is where I'm from, and I studied the general English curriculum. After this, I spent a brief time of my life traveling to different countries, such as Australia, South Korea, the Philippines, and other places. <laughs> After this, I decided to further my studies and I went back to the university. While I was in my university, I met certain Japanese people that were doing a study abroad program in America. They often asked me questions such as, Percy, how do you say this? Or, what does this mean? Now, I thought to myself, this is interesting because I realized that a lot of the social situations that occur in English-speaking countries such as the United States are briefly touched upon but not really deeply discussed in most English curriculums in Japan. Now, I came to this conclusion because of these friends. So, I took a year after college and I moved to Japan. Why? Because I wanted to experience the Japanese culture that I was interested in, such as manga and samurai, and see the country. So, I became an English teacher. And I have been teaching English for a couple of years now. But there's always been that question when I talk to other Japanese English teachers who still go and pay for tutoring or other Japanese teachers in general. And one thing that I noticed was that there isn't enough discussion about the real social situations in an English country and what you would say in a conversation in English to an English speaking person. That is why I decided to take some time and create this social English podcast for you. I really hope that you will learn a lot 
from this podcast. Okay, and guess what? That is number one. The number one ranked episode is actually episode one. Um, the introduction to what this podcast is about. So let's go to the number two episode. Number two highest ranked episode, or actually highest downloaded episode. Most downloaded episode is episode two, actually. So let's listen to a little bit of episode two. First, let's look at the sample dialogue. Sample dialogue. Today, I was riding on motorbike about for eight hours. Period. Well, that's the way they said it. <laughs> One more time. Let's listen to the sample dialogue in the question again. Today, I was riding on motorbike about for eight hours. Okay, that is how this Japanese learner of English wanted to describe an experience that he had on a trip. He wanted to talk to his friends and tell them in America what he did on his vacation. Okay, so did you hear the problems with this particular dialogue no okay I will go ahead and highlight them today I was riding on motorbike for about eight hours okay so social English here we use the American English language to answer these questions here on social English. So this is going to be a response from an American native English speaker and how an American native English speaker would tell this story about what he did on the weekend. Okay, so here is the sample dialogue first one more time. Today, I was riding on motorbike for about eight hours. Okay, here is the correct response using American social English. Today, I rode on my motorcycle for about eight hours. Okay, one more time. Today, I rode my motorcycle for about eight hours. Okay, as you can see there, using American social English, instead of saying riding, you will use road. Road. The reason why is because it is past tensed. It is something that you are telling someone that you did on the weekend. So you're telling them something that you already did. And the next portion is for about eight hours. So instead of saying about for eight hours, which is incorrect, you need to use the phrase for about eight hours. I did something for about eight hours. Okay? Okay, great. So, let's talk about the entire sample dialogue and review it one more time. What we're discussing is we want to talk to someone that is a English speaker and talk to them about 
something that we did on the weekend or on a trip that we have just completed. The way that we say this in conversational American English is different from what the original Japanese learner asked for us to check. So, this is what the original Japanese language, uh, Japanese, <laughs> Japanese English learner. This is what the Japanese English learner said. First, this is what he said. He said, today I was riding on motorbike about for eight hours. Okay. Now, hopefully you can hear the errors in that particular structure and dialogue. So, how do you say it correctly? One more time, using social English, using conversational American social English, we will say this. Today, I rode my motorbike for eight hours or today I rode my motorcycle for eight hours. Now, there is also one last component. That is the word motorbike. Now, in other English-speaking countries, such as New Zealand, Australia, or the UK, the term motorbike is proper English and correct. However, in American English, we do not use the term motorbike. We use the term motorcycle. Okay, I hope you are enjoying this episode so far. Now, the number three, top three, the number three episode is actually episode 114. 114. Okay. Shakujuyon. Okay. This episode is about American culture and understanding culture and English. If you go to America, especially uh, during the COVID, the big part of COVID, this will tell you about how Americans shake hands with each other in COVID times. Please listen. This is a great episode. Okay. Downloaded the third highest times. Here we go. アメリカ、カナダ、イギリス、その他の英語圏の国で実際に使えるように英会話のスキルアップに焦点を当てた社会的状況に関する大事なヒントを聞きながら学んでいきます。Everybody, Percy here from the Social English Podcast. I am so glad that you are able to join me today. Thank you for listening. First, if you did not listen, please listen to the Christmas episode where I talk about 12 American movies in English that you should learn to help you understand English culture, practice listening to real English, and give you a conversation starter. Okay, now today 
Today's episode, we are going to talk about the new way to shake hands. And I will teach you the new way to shake hands in America. So I'm not sure what happens in other countries, but this is what happens here. So first, let's really think about cultures. And I think you'll understand more about the culture in my country, America. When you do get a chance or to prepare yourself to visit America. So here's the thing. In many countries, there are many customs when greeting someone. Let's talk about greeting someone without words. In English, this is called non-verbally non-verbally meaning not using words without words or using no words we will use our bodies Physical communication. This is done around the world. In Japan, people bow to each other. In France, A kiss is given on both cheeks. People even touch noses as a greeting in New Zealand. I have a question for you. How about in America, the United States. In my country, America, people greet each other with a handshake or a hug. Things have changed now because of Can you guess? That's right. Because of COVID. First, let's talk about who you will greet in different ways. For a stranger, you would just hold out your hand for a handshake. Or for a friend or family member or family of a friend. And really listen to this. This is important. They may greet you with a handshake, handshake, or a big hug. So, I want you to not be nervous if this happens. If a big American person 
comes to you and hugs you, it is just the culture. So be ready. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about the change. What has changed? Now we're in a pandemic, COVID-19, but people still greet each other non-verbally without words. Even now in COVID times, it's called the COVID handshake. You bend your arm at the elbow and then bring it to the other person's elbow. You will just a little bit, slightly, just a little touch or bump the other person's elbow for about two seconds. You touch the other person's elbow for two seconds. That is it. That is the COVID handshake. Now, right now, I want you to try it. Yes, you, my listener, right now, bend your arm, raise your elbow up, and touch the elbow of your avatar, your perfect conversational partner. See, wasn't that fun, right? All right. この章を気に入っていただけたら、五つ星のレビューをぜひお願いします。コメントは英語か日本語でお書きいただければ、喜んで読ませていただきます。リアルソーシャルイングリッシュドットコムにアクセスして、ぜひ無料でダウンロードしてください。ほとんどの日本人の英語を勉強している人がやってしまいがちな七つの間違いとその正しい言い方。また、毎日英語を上達させるのに役立つ資料もたくさんあります。Apple Podcast、Google Podcast、Stitcher、そして今は Pandora でも Podcast を購読いただけます。支援者になっていただけませんか私たちがこの賞を作るための支援として5ドルの寄付をお願いできませんか今後のエピソードで感謝の気持ちをお伝えします。また、そこでしか利用できない新しいコンテンツも入手できます。パトレオン .com スラッシュソーシャルイングリッシュからご参加ください。ソーシャルメディアで私たちのポッドキャストを友達にシェアしたり、ツイッター、フェイスブック、インスタグラムのフォローをお願いします。And there you have it.How to greet someone safely In America during COVID. You can try this with your Japanese friends. Just teach them and touch the. Okay, so that was the top third most downloaded episode. Number four is the first. Social English English Repair Shop episode. This is the episode you downloaded the most, my listeners. Please have a listen to this episode about studying music. This is number four. Let's go. Kyoa, Ego Shuri Ten no episode des. 英語を勉強している日本人が英語の間違いを正してくれないかと尋ねました。これを実際の会話英語で行ってみます。Hey everyone, welcome back to the Social English Podcast. 
Like I said before, today is an English repair shop episode. This episode is for students or Japanese people interested in English that are intermediate to advanced level. In today's show, I'm going to be fixing the English writing assignment from a Japanese university student studying English. So let's first talk about the format. In the first part, I will give you the wrong English from the Japanese student that asked me to fix their English. In the second part, I will give you the correct English version, and it will be at a slow speed. In the third part, I will give you some hints or some tips、uh, and my advice on how to fix this kind of passage with these. Mistakes. And in the last part, I will say the corrected social English version in a normal American English natural speed with the natural accent. Okay? So that is what we're going to do for today's episode. So let's start. The Japanese university student has a writing assignment. They are on the intermediate English level and they are at a university. In the writing assignment, they need to talk about a particular. Piece of music from a musician or composer they like. Please listen, Kite Kudasai. Here is part one. I chose this one because I studied the Baroque music. And I like this piece that has a catchy tone but retains elegance. Moreover, I watched the Japanese TV show Who Takes About Opera, and it was interesting for me. Okay, one more time. Please listen. Kite Kudasai. I chose this one because I studied the Baroque music and I like this piece that has a catchy tone but retains elegance. Moreover, I watched the Japanese TV show Who Takes About Opera, and it was interesting for me. Okay, so there you have it. That is the Japanese university students' incorrect, wrong. English passage. Please remember, it is okay to be wrong and to make mistakes in English, especially while learning. So you should not be scared or worried. Everyone makes mistakes. What you want to do is get 1% better, just a little bit, 
all the time. Then the next year, you will be surprised how good your English is. My question to you, the listener, what did you hear? Did you hear anything that you would change? How would you change the incorrect English? Okay, please listen as I will give you the corrected social English version. Kite kudasai. I chose this piece because I studied Baroque music. I think this piece has a catchy tone, but still sounds elegant. Another reason is because this piece was featured in a Japanese TV show about opera music. Okay, one more time. I chose this piece because I studied Baroque music. I think this piece has a catchy tone, but still sounds elegant. Another reason is because this piece was featured in a Japanese TV show about opera music. Okay, so that's it. That's how I would correct this with not only conversational, ekaiwa, English, but a little bit more what I call social English, which is a little more social and emotional and exciting to generate more conversation. Here are my tips. This is my advice. The first sentence is too long and should be broken up. When I say broken up, the phrase broken up, I mean should be separated into parts. This way, the listener can understand the information the speaker is saying much better. So let's review that. I chose this one because I studied the Baroque music and I like this piece that has a catchy tone but retains elegance. Here is that broken up. I chose this piece because I studied Baroque music. I think this piece has a catchy tone but still sounds elegant. Do you see? That is a much better sounding and clearer expression of English. Now, this entire passage from the Japanese learner of English, the Japanese university student, it's not bad. It's actually pretty good, almost okay. Um, there are just a few differences uh, that you can hear when I say the passage in corrected, clear social English. So let's move on to the last part. 
I will once again say the corrected social English version, and I will say this in natural English speed. This way, you can train your ears. You can practice with your ears listening. So this is listening practice for not just English, but natural speed social English. Okay, please listen I chose this piece because I studied Baroque music. I think this piece has a catchy tone, but it still sounds elegant. Another reason is because this piece was featured in a Japanese TV show about opera music. Okay, that was the number four. Here is the top four. This is the last episode today. This is the top four. Five, actually, not top four. This is the number five most downloaded episode. It is a Google Translate mistakes. Some of you are using Google Translate, which has bad translation sometimes. Google Translate episodes or Google Translate mistake episodes, I teach you and tell you some examples and mistakes in Google Translate from Japanese and correct English. So here is the most highest rated episode of that or highest downloaded. Please listen to it. Here we go. 気楽にアメリカ人の友人であるパーシーを招いて落ち着いた雰囲気の中でお気に入りのカフェに座りながら英語を練習して上達しようとしているとします。これからパーシーが今日のトピックについて話しますのでリラックスして聞いてください。Boston, Massachusetts, United States of America.You and I are at The famous George Howe Coffee. We're sitting down having a couple of cups of coffee. I am having an espresso. You are having a cafe latte. We're also having some snacks, and you can hear all of the Bostonians, all the Boston Americans around us talking, going about their day, and having conversations. I am your friend Percy, and you have invited me to. Come have coffee with you. So I said, Hey, let's go to George Howe Coffee and let's talk about English because I am your friend and I'm there to help you learn English. Today, this episode of the podcast and what we are going to talk about. Are mistakes that are made by Google Translate when regular Japanese people try to use Google Translate to translate Japanese into English? I want to talk to you because I think everyone should know that. Just because you use Google Translate, that there still may be English mistakes. So let's talk about that today. Today's episode is aimed for all levels 
of English learners. Beginner level English learners, please listen carefully. Kite kudasai. Joskete. Kite kudasai, okay? Please uh, take care and listen carefully. You can have the speed put to half speed, 0.5 speed, if you don't understand my English. And you can go to our website to get the written English uh, transcript if you need it. Okay. Let's uh, start. Okay, so today, remember, uh, for this episode of the Social English Podcast, I will give you the information in four parts. Part one will be the wrong English from Google Translate, said at a slow speed. Part two will be the corrected English the correct English, so please listen carefully to this part. Part three, I will give you some advice on the wrong English and the correct English. And part four, I will say everything in correct English at normal English speed or Fast English. If you are an ESL learner, you've heard the term fast English. So please listen carefully as I go through this particular example of Google Translate mistakes. In this particular situation, Please listen. Gym. Exercise gym. 24-hour fitness in America. Gold's gym in Japan. Anytime fitness in Japan. These are exercise gyms. You want to talk about a gym that you went to. You want to talk about the gym and give some advice. So you type in Japanese into Google Translate and it gives you this incorrect wrong English. Please listen, kite kudasai. It is at the beginning of the hill climb. It will be a base near Noge. The single room is not very large. The facilities and equipment have been cleaned over the years, but They are well cleaned. One more time. It is at the beginning of the hill climb. It will be base near Noge. The single room is not very large. The facilities and equipment have been cleaned over the years, but They are well cleaned. Okay. That is the wrong, (laughs) wrong English uh, version from Google Translate. I have a question. How would you fix this? Please think about that. 
Okay, let's go to part two. Correct social English. Please listen to this corrected version in English. This is going to be the correct English at slow speed. Please listen. Kite kudasai. It's near a steep hill near Noge. The gym is just one room and not very large. You can tell the facilities and equipment have seen years of use. But the gym is always clean and well maintained. Okay, one more time. It's near a steep hill near Noge. The gym is just one room and not very large. You can tell the facilities and equipment have seen years of use. But the gym is always clean and well maintained. Okay, there you have it. That is it. Let's talk about some things. Part three. The main thing I want to talk about is location. Instead of saying in the first sentence, it's at the beginning of the hill climb. So hill climb. You would say it's near a steep hill. Steep hill. That's how you would say this in uh, in everyday English. So this is just a, a different way. And hill climb, it's at the beginning of the hill climb. That uh, is doesn't make any sense uh, as far as the the usage of English to a speaker a speaker of English. So uh, a native speaker of English or any any person who understands English, that uh, sentence uh, and the way that those words are arranged in that sentence uh, are are not immediately clear. They're not clear at first. So a better phrase again near a steep hill. Okay, so let's move on. The next thing I want to talk about is the second part. The single room is not very large. Okay, so when when we when when we use the the single room or use single room it doesn't sound like we are talking about a gym when you say single room as an english speaker an american i hear i think i think hotel the single room is not very large i think hotel or apartment or house not gym so uh, please don't use single room to describe a business that you are not living in you are sleeping in uh, so don't use that word instead I changed it to the gym is just one room. So that way, you know, it's a gym. It is. This is a gym. Um, and the gym only has one space. 
And that space is quite uh, small because it's not the negative. It's not very large, which means it's not that big or it's, it's a nice way to say it's, it's small. Okay. And let's go into um, the next one. Next part. The facilities and the equipment have been cleaned over the years. So let's say instead that the facilities and equipment have seen years of use, years of use. The this means the equipment you can see, you can see the equipment and facilities are not new. They have been used by many people for many years. That's what seen years of use means. So the phrase is is seen years of use. Okay. And last, uh, but the gym is always clean and maintained. So that's the correct English, clean and maintained. Um, that replaces the wrong English in the, in the, uh, in the wrong Google Translate uh, English, which is, but they are well cleaned, but they are well cleaned. This is the wrong English and the correct English is uh, the gym is always clean and well maintained. It is clear we're talking about the gym in this particular sentence. We're talking about the gym itself and something about the gym it is clean the staff cleans the gym and make sure they take care of the gym and that is pretty much it there so let's go into part four part four here is the Correct English at normal speed. Please listen, Kita Kurasai. It's near a steep hill near Noge. The gym is just one room and not very large. You can tell the facilities and equipment have seen years of use. But the gym is always clean and well maintained. One more time. It's near a steep hill near Noge. The gym is just one room and not very large. You can tell the facilities and equipment have seen years of use, but the gym is always clean and well maintained. この章を気に入っていただけたら、いつ星のレビューをぜひお願いします。Okay, everybody, thank you for listening to today's 200th episode of the Social English Podcast. I Appreciate everyone listening. Thank you so much. I hope this podcast is helping you in many areas of social English. I hope it's helping you to learn where Google Translate doesn't always help you and is sometimes wrong or has funny English. I hope it is helping you to understand new English slang words used in social English conversations. I also hope you are doing my action items every day and practicing with yourself or your friends. I will continue to do this podcast for you, my listeners. I appreciate you 
and I do enjoy this. Thank you for listening. Peace and love. Road to a thousand on the way. 今日は楽しい時間をありがとうございました。ぜひ私たちのウェブサイト、realsocialenglish.com を訪問して、日本語訳と役立つ情報を手に入れてください。また次回お会いしましょう。バイバイ。See you next time. Bye bye.